BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. You drinking? Mm. What is that? Gatorade. Gatorade? Yes, Gatorade zero. zero. Zero, Gatorade zero. No sugar. No sugar. Does that give you electrolytes and pump you up to do a podcast? Carolina It does, Cantillo? it does, it All does. Right. Jeff Jensen. <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah. Yes, we okay. Are. Um, hey guys, it's Carolina Cadillo Show. I'm Carolina. Hey Jeff here. Hey, listen, if you guys didn't check out yesterday's podcast, it's up, okay? It's up now. Today is Tuesday, March 1st. The podcast just went up. It's with, uh, we interviewed Kathy Aru, um, former Washington Post uh, reporter, uh, Fox News, News contributor. contributor yeah. um, you know, a lot, a lot. And uh, she's she got her own fun. magazine. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, but next time, we're going to get her on again. Jeff wants to ask a, a few questions about Fox News, which you didn't get a chance to. I want to ask a couple more questions. Yeah. Jeff, I'm curious Jeff, about Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very, very curious but about it. Was it was a very interesting interview. Uh, so, guys, check it out. It's up now, okay? We didn't get her take on current events, but that was, you know, hey, look. Yeah. I, I wanted to talk about, I, I didn't know what her uh, bio was. I, I thought she was very interesting. And that's hearing a, everything she told us about Jimmy Carter, uh, Mark Consuelos, you know, that just yeah, took that, up a lot of time, you know? It took 28 minutes. Yeah, yeah, it did. It really you did. Know. Yeah. Anyway. That's, uh, that's okay. She was interesting. So that's, that's Very interesting, that's yeah. So in a couple minutes, we have Jack Rico on, who Jeff and I were discussing upstairs. When was the last time we had Jack Rico on? I don't remember him on during the pandemic, do you? I don't, I don't, I don't know. That would be two years. Two years, two years, really? two years since Jack Rico's been on this podcast? I don't think so. No, he's definitely been on. I, it's funny. I saved some of the, the podcasts on the desktop here, the file. But Jeff, we've talked to him like when Broadway plays were starting to come back. Remember? Oh, okay. Remember, remember? And then they went away again. Yeah, you're right. Um, I think he saw West. I think he saw West Side Story. Oh. Um. So we have talked to him maybe oh, a he year told ago. Oh, he talked to us about West Side Story, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. You know, uh, Lou, so, who I work with at the, at the radio station, Lou, who's uh, Puerto Ricano. Puerto Ricano. Yes, very ba- good. Ba- Baricua. 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 Boricua. He, he's, 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 we, I'd love to get Lou on. I don't know if he'll come on maybe one day. Get what does he on. do? He's interesting. I like him. He's got an interesting perspective on just things. He he said. Um, he he didn't like the new West Side Story at really? all. Really? Why? At Why? All. Is it too uh, modern? I, I don't know. Didn't just didn't like it. Like <laughs> loves the old one. Didn't like that one. Really? I told him we went to the. Remember we went to the bilingual version on Broadway. I loved it. I love. First of all, I love West Side okay. Story. They did a great job. It was okay. Who was, was someone famous was in the night we saw um, too, right? I don't remember that, but it was amazing. I loved that. Is that I like really... Rosalind Sanchez or somebody. No. Was it really? I get my Sanchez's and my Garcias <laughs> mixed up. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, I loved it. I loved it, Jeff. I really. 
they did. What the, the we saw the play? Yeah, it was I, fun. I enjoyed it. it was fun. I don't know. I, I love the, the all the dance scenes, the music. Well, yeah, they you, did a great job with that. I got to tell you, that's always fun. Yeah, yeah. So in a couple minutes, we have Jack Rico on. Um, talk about the SAG movies that were nominated. Coda won, of course, guys. If you have not seen Coda. Oh, my God. It's on Apple TV right now. Um, because of the Jeff of SAG Awards, Michael Keaton won, I think, for Best Actor. Yes. In a, um, a movie in a or t- yeah, a drama. Drama or TV. Um, Dope Sick. I'm watching Dope Sick on Hulu. How do you spell that? Is it D-O-P-E-S-I-C-K? Or- exactly. Oh, Dope like Sick. Dope yeah. Sick. Dope Sick, yeah. Does it have to do with, it doesn't have anything to do with drugs? It, it actually does have to do with drugs. Oh. Yes. He and looks- doctors prescribing um What's it, oh my god! I forgot the drug. I'm, it's like all over the movie too. Oxycodone. Oxycodone. Yeah, yeah. I took oxycodone for my surgery. Don't 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 get into it. It's everybody. a movie. It's a movie. I mean, it's a series, but it's actually very good. And Michael Keaton, when he received his um his award, Jeff. Yeah. Very emotional. Very I, very I emotional. I did catch that. Yeah, yeah very emotional because his his nephew um recently passed away from. Um, you know, drug overdose. So you know, but um, it's a, it's a very touching man, touching, compelling. Um, I read somewhere. Series. I read somewhere that he didn't. He he almost missed getting his award. He was in the he bathroom. He was in the bathroom. Yeah, he was in the bathroom. And who introduced him? Um, um, what's your name? Um, oh my God, you you were you talked to her, Jeff. Took a photo with her at uh, Vagina Monologues. What's her name? Salma Hayek. Salma Hayek. Oh yeah. She was like, she goes, she goes, uh, Michael. She goes, come on, where is he? You're here. Don't be shy. Really? He comes running. He he said, uh, I was in the bathroom. <laughs> Nice. Hey, you gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> that's what he said. You gotta go. You gotta go. You, you know. Remember, you, there was a comedy club years ago that had a microphone. In the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. They yeah, would, yeah. They would turn the mic on when people go to the bathroom. I remember that. <laughs> it's, like, it's great. That's what you want to hear while you're eating. I'll have the, um, I'll have the fries, the uh, French fries with the gravy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody's taking a whiz. No, no thanks. I'll pass. Oh, my God. I think, that was, I think it was the club where Andrew Dice Clay got his start in, in Brooklyn. Is it really? He used to have a T-shirt that said, warm beer, lousy food. Really? Yeah. I wow. Forgot, and I, and I, I, if I, some of them. That's met. a good promo, though, for a restaurant, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like that, Jeff. Remember that cough medicine? Tastes lousy. Remember Tastes that? lousy, yeah. What was the name of the medicine? I don't know. Tastes terrible. Oh, my God. You're right. Some cough medicine, right? Yeah. Well, a cough well, medicine. Listerine would do that, too. Remember Listerine? Tastes awful, but, you know. Really? It makes your breath fresh. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot. Anyway. Um, uh, so we have Jack on in like one minute. So get ready to call him, Jeff. Yes. We're going to talk movies. Um, I want to ask him too. If, if has he gone to the movies? Have we asked him that? No, we haven't talked to him in forever. No, I text him a lot. You know, every now and oh, then. So I don't. Know, I don't. I'm going to raise my mic. I'm a little yeah. low. There we go. Yeah. Now you can hear me. Yeah. So my voice should be him. as loud as yours, right? Oh. <laughs> Actually, no, I make her You guys, loud. You guys have to see the commercial. Jeff recorded I'm going to post it up later, okay? Um, it's Mr. Tortilla um, because Jeff's a diabetic. Um, and it's a new flour mix for cookies yeah. that um, is made for diabetics. And it's low-carb. Um, anyway, so they wanted a diabetic to record it, and Jeff did a great job. Of course I had to add my little voice in there, right, Jeff? Oh, of course, your and little Jeff, voice. And Jeff that, was your, that was your I'm at the other end of Costco voice. <laughs> That's right. For those of you who don't... <laughs> For and those- in aisle 398, <laughs> where are you? Jeff, tell the story again, Jeff. You want the sausages or no? <laughs> Jeff, tell the story. For those of you who are just joining the podcast, don't remember that story. Jeff, tell the story. Well, it's very simple. I was in, I was down some Long Island Costco looking for something. And before you were- Jackson, before Jackson. Oh, before Jackson, like five years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you were, you were, I don't know where you were. I, I didn't see you. No, you were some aisle. There were two girls in the aisle. Two, too, like, remember? teenage girls yeah, there. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was like, I was trying to look cool. Like, hey, I'm a cool <laughs> Don't worry, I'm, I can be your dad, but I'm cool, you know? And suddenly it's like, Jeff! I'm like, 
Yes, honey. I go running to the table with my legs. I think half the story, I think you said the two girls felt bad for you. Yeah, they looked at me like, oh, man. <laughs> If you want to take us home, you can't. No, sorry, I have. I, you know, I don't need. I need another woman. At oh home. my god, I need two so... teenagers. Oh my god, when Jeff told me that story, I was dying oh laughing. My god. I didn't think I was that loud. I guess I am. That was intense. Anyway, Jeff, Jack's ready. Let's get him on, please. Oh, is he calling? Yep. Yeah. No, you're calling him. Oh, he sends you. You got the... his number, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk to Jack and <sighs> talk to um about the movies. Sag, Sag. I was. Uh, I didn't get to watch all the movies. King, um, King Richard is one of them. Uh, yes, King Richard. That's that's the one with Will Smith. Don't look up House of Gucci, Belfast. I heard Belfast is really good. Yeah, we, um, should, we should get my uncle on one day. My uncle, my uncle hates everything. <laughs> my uncle like we should Belfast. get your uncle on. Yeah, you you really and he's and he gets to watch all these movies because he's part of SAG, right? Yeah, my uncle's grandfathered into SAG. He doesn't have to. I don't think he. He's pays, grandfathered into that. How like is he that doesn't possible? pay dues anymore. How's that possible? I don't know. He doesn't pay dues anymore. Oh, I've never heard of that. I think I owe like fifteen thousand dollars. I don't know. I owe a fortune. They, Jeff, they it like mounts up. You know that? Yeah, because you're supposed to pay dues. Oops, sorry. Oh my gosh. Call failed. Hmm. Really? He changed his number. No. Hold on. All right, Jeff's trying to call Jack Rico. Let's All see right. if we get him on. Do we have internet? We have internet, right? Yeah. Okay. The internet's been a little funky lately. Oh, Let's all right. Do. Well, okay. you know, I'm gonna tell you. We call people. That's how we do these things here. All right. Oh. Hello. Hey. Jack Rico is on the podcast, guys. Welcome, Jack, to the Carolina Radio Show podcast. Jeff and Carolina. Hey, Jack. What is going on, guys? <laughs> how first, are you? How are you, first of all? Oh, man, I'm I'm doing great. I, I see you a lot. <laughs> hey, listen, so Jeff and I, before this, we're like, what is the last time Jack came on the podcast? Two years ago? I said, no, I think it's been more like one, right? When you talked about Broadway shows coming back during the pandemic? I think so. Right? Yeah, I remember us having a conversation about that when, like, culture, it was like, it was like culture was brought to its ashes, mm. you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's, and, that's right. Uh, it, it was it was a very crippling time for anybody that is from a city that depends on culture, on restaurants, yeah. on you know all those types of uh, things that 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 enrich us, enrich our communities, and so forth. And unfortunately, that type of desert, you know, for culture. I'm glad that it's finally coming back. Do you like, see you that know, it's I've coming back? back? You see it's coming back little by little, or is it coming back full force? Absolutely. And, really? you know, the thing about the city and culture right now is that the city, let's just be honest, you know, I think a lot of the power uh, money people, which is mainly white, they just left. They went off to the Hamptons. Yeah. They went off to upstate, et cetera. And I, I sold what, them a house, you know. <laughs> you sold them a house. Yes. And you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, I hear I, I hear they're coming to you with duffel bags of cash. <laughs> yeah, I wish they were, you know. Yeah, we wish. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wish they, I mean, the Smiths and Joneses, no, they didn't quite make it out here. You know? Yeah, I, I and so I, I think what's happening now is that you have, like, this diverse urban creative – that is starting to kind of provide their own renaissance mm. on what New York is, all the way from Harlem to Midtown. Like Midtown's about to become the next the next hotspot. There's a is new. It really? uh, did you hear about this new bar restaurant that's opening up this week called Pebbles Bar? No, well, no. Tell us. Pebbles Bar is owned by Pete Davidson, Jason Sudeikis. Justin Thoreau, 
Wow. Nicholas Braun, the guy from Succession, Greg, <laughs> uh, Justin Theroux's Jennifer Aniston's uh, X, former right? boyfriend yeah, ex. Yeah. But, you know, he, oh, he's he, his I, own star in his own right. I thought he was the prime minister of Canada. Hold on a second. I was getting confused. <laughs> no, not, not that, Justin I had, I, had a, I had to make a bad joke. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> so there's, a to do here. there's a lot so, of them. There's a lot of them in this restaurant. What, so what's the theme of Pebbles? What's the story? There's their it's, uh, it's, it's essentially kind of going back to the 50s of, you know, Rockefeller Center, you know. At the, at the, but with now, instead of a stuffy vibe, it's now like a cool, creative, you know, vibe. And I think it was really an excuse for a lot of these actors they would go to saturday night live they would go to the tonight show they go to the today show msnbc you know and they'd be like within the nbc roster of creatives and then they would kind of like leave you know like at one in the morning and there's nowhere to hang out in rockefeller center so i think a lot oh. of these guys was like yo we're making a killing let's put together some cash get the right operators to come in and let's rent out the pebbles bar which is literally you know where where Magnolia's Bakery is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That building. That building used to be an Irish bar called Hurley's back in the day yeah. when Rockefeller. And I love the balls uh, of the history of this Hurley's bar. Wow. Essentially, these Irish guys were like, wait, you're going to do what? And they're like, we're going to build Rockefeller Center here. So you need to get the heck out. And they're like, over my dead body. <laughs> Have a beer on me, boys. So they had to build Rockefeller Center around around them. it. Yeah. Oh my God. I think I remember hearing this story for some oh reason a long God. time ago. And when you go to Magnolia Bakery, that's that doesn't belong to Rockefeller Center. So the the little guy, <laughs> David beat Goliath. Is that what it is? is that the... David beat Goliath, and they wow. stood still. And I think that's one of the more remarkable stories that people really don't know. And I think for them, it means something. And so they essentially did like a three-story bar club type of thing in there check it out when you when you can it's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty o- cool it's open already huh it's open and and uh and, and that's what i'm saying i think i think culture is starting to to really reimagine the city in different ways midtown for everybody that was part of the culture glitterati in new york it, it was downtown yeah, and now exact, these guys yeah. are reimagining yeah. it as yeah. well. You know what? There's that Midtown Death Valley. Let's let's go there. I didn't know it was that bad, though. Honestly, I didn't realize. I, I mean, I New York. I know it was a ghost town pandemic, but I didn't think it was. You know, Midtown is Midtown. Yeah, you know? so Midtown was Midtown too. Yeah. I mean, you got the uh, the, the uh, here we go. Talk about white. Talk about white people. Uh, we got the Jimmy, the big Jimmy Buffett Hotel now in town, right? You got the Margarita. Oh, right. <laughs> there's a right, lot of right. there's a lot of white people there, Jack. Plus, you might want to steer clear. But plus, <laughs> plus, who just who just bought the uh, Staten Island Ferry and is um, that's Pete Pete, Pete Davidson, Davidson is, right? And um, Pete Davidson too. And who and uh, Colin Jost, I believe. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Colin Jost, which is Scarlett Johansson's yeah. husband as well. Yeah, so Pete Davidson, he's investing in, in the, the Staten. Island Ferry and and but, the bar. Oh wow! Good for him, right? But man. these are these are like local New Yorkers. These aren't like L.A. guys yeah, yeah, that yeah. are you know like Justin uh, Thoreau. He owns uh, I believe it's Ray's Ray's Bar downtown, and that's like another celebrity hangout really? you know, that competes with a cutting room from Mr. Big. You know? Oh man, uh, I, I haven't. You know, it's funny. I hate to say I haven't been in Manhattan in a while. Because, I know we have. I, I work from home now, Jack. I haven't I haven't driven into the city to do a traffic report. Since March fourteenth of twenty twenty, so we're coming up in two How years. How crazy is that, right? Yeah, we're coming up in two years. 
Look so, at that. So I'm calling, you know, I, I, I would uh, traverse lower Manhattan on Saturday nights. And, Remember that? Oh, my yeah. God, it was insane the, how hot, and, you know, how <laughs> hot, you know, Delancey and, and you know, that whole, that whole yeah. house and the whole area down there was like, it's, it made me feel old. It was all like, you know, all people in their 20s, you know, eating the 99 cent pizza. They don't know any better. You know, I walked in into the Chelsea market just to go pick up uh, some tacos. Like the best tacos in New York are there at Tacos Number One. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I walked in. And my wife and I are just like looking at at everybody, and everybody's just like twenty five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. It, it, it's, and so the gap was like crazy, and I was like, "Wait, what happened to the mid thirties, early forties New Yorker?" I think because of the pandemic, a lot of them have moved out, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they're the ones that have the money to money. be able yeah, to do that. The yeah. twenty five year olds, I happen to think, are you know, <clears throat> I think they're. Uh, Mom and dad are helping them out, you know, inheritance money, you know, yeah. uh, you NYU. I always wonder that because, you know, I say, geez, how did, I, I look at young people like, what do they do for a living? Are they in IT that they can have an apartment, you know, downtown? Well, I mean, mommy I, and daddy, I, mommy I, and it's daddy. Intense, no, you know, listen, it's a luxury thing. Any any kid, any kid that that that, that grew up with dad making $24,000 a year, there is no way he's hanging out at Chelsea Market doing nothing. No. Yeah. The parents would kill him. They'd be like, what? You got to get to work. And so the people who mainly can do that are parents who are well off enough yeah. to be able to provide them with the freedom to find themselves, to have like that Maslow pyramid of self-visualization <laughs> for them to aspire and to dream, which poor people can't. <laughs> you're right. You're exactly but, you know, right. Sometimes poor people, though, they, 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 they're more scrappy. You know, I, I always get you know, when you really want to make it, you know, I, I know I, some of that stuff's bullshit. Right. But, but those aren't the spaces that they're hanging out no. trying to, you know, dream about. They're working their ass off. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. I think, the difference between. A lot of the, these kids that we see is like, yo, who are these 25-year-olds in New York right now? Well, they're, they're, it's their time yeah, now. Definitely, yeah, definitely definitely want to make a make – a, we should go to dinner one of these nights. Hey, Jack, so let me ask you something. Have you have you started going back to the the theaters, uh, Broadway plays? What's what's going on? So about a week ago – so Broadway right now is, is essentially kind of dead. Um, they're losing money. They're bleeding money, I would Ooh, say. Gosh. You can get seats. And, right? You can see shows right now, right? I heard this month and – February and you March, can, right? But see, here's the, the you got to really look at the business model here. Broadway about a year was bringing in about a billion dollars. Yeah, just cut that into half now. And what's really happening is a lot of these shows, in order for you to make money as an investor or producer, they have to sell out for like three, four straight years. Crazy how much money yeah. to really? then have you make money. At least get what you put in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to even turn out a profit, then it has to go on tour, and that's when you start seeing some profit. It's like the worst place to really spend your money, but because it's art, and a lot of these wealthy people are like, hey, it's like philanthropy for them. Yeah, sure. So yeah. Uh, when you go into a Broadway theater today, and this is why the the mandate, the mass mandate matters so much, is at some point, in order for them to make a profit, everybody needs to fit in. Now you walk in, and there's like, seating spaces and things oh, of that nature so really? they can never get a hundred percent of uh audience to come in it's usually 50 or 75 percent and by that point they're like why are we even putting up a show so oh. they canceled them left oh, and right yeah, i think wow. the last thing we saw was the david byrne uh, the david byrne Utopia yeah show. Utopia, we saw that which that was, i loved love love sold yeah. out right there. yeah that was, was sold out yeah, remember yeah. that yeah 
You saw something. Yeah, before. Talking Heads. Yeah, talking yeah. Heads. Oh, how about, right. about movie wise? What, what what do you? And so you... about uh, I think it was like last week or two weeks ago. I was uh, in New York and I got an email out of nowhere, and it was Warner Brothers. It was like, Yo, Jack, uh, we're screening the Batman. Ooh. We're wondering if you're interested in coming. Uh, you could bring a guest. So I brought my boy Mike Sargent, and we ended up one of the first people in, in, in New York to see the Batman. I saw it like almost two weeks ago. Oh, wow. And how was the it The movie there? comes out on the 4th, but uh-huh. the embargo just lifted today. Yeah, oh. today or yesterday. Uh-huh. So it's on my Brown and Black podcast. I got the exclusive review up there. Okay, and... okay. Before anything else, though, I know you don't want to you don't want to say this podcast. Let them, let them hear a podcast about the review. Um, thumbs up or down? Oh, what is this? No, get... no. I'll tell you a little bit about it. You know, okay. essentially, uh, if you like detective movies, mm-hmm. film noir movies with Humphrey Bogart, like oh, yeah. the Maltese Falcon. Oh yeah, yep. Right. Imagine here. a 2022 updated version with Batman. Oh really? And oh. so it's like a it's like a mystery movie. It, it goes back to the the the, uh, the Batman original comic books, the detective comics, where Batman was really a detective. Yeah, he was. He wasn't a vigilante. <laughs> so they kind of went wow. back to that premise and that storyline. And it's three hours. It doesn't feel wow. like three hours. Yikes! Um, That's Robert but, Robert Pattinson playing the Batman. Now? But Robert Pattinson, Mister Twilight, man, this dude. I love him. Really? I thought he was great. Okay. okay. I was like, wow. It, the fifth you know Batman, what it is? Right? He's 35 years old. Mm-hmm. And he has that jawline, that Batman classic, traditional cinema jawline. Yeah. And because he's 35, he was thinner. He pumped up a little bit, not too much. But the costume and the voice is all you really need. And he's violent, you know, oh. um, he, without being rated R. Because it's the PG thirteen, but it, they they push the PG thirteen to its limits, right. so you get the violence, the 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 pain, the the muscularity, but also that gothic vibe, wow. that, that, that emo punk, yeah, 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 vibe. Yeah. So modern, That's modern. what the new Batman is like. It's wow. the Batman is really not for. What I like about it is it's not really for old school, you know, the old fans, right. But the detective premise storyline is for them. All right, we got to go and see then, that then they just injected with the veneer of like 2022 evil of a, punk. of a superhero. Is there? It's got a super little bit of a superhero vibe to it, but not not heavy. Apparently, oh no, no, it's definitely superhero vibe. Okay, like, you know, gotcha. they All got right. the Batmobile, they yeah, got crashes, yeah, yeah. they got him beating up people like oh, to the good. point that they got to pull him apart. I hope he kills Robin before it starts. We never have to. <laughs> there's Catwoman. There's the oh, Riddler. I love Catwoman. Really? Oh, wow. Well, okay. So gotta... what they're planning on doing is they're planning on taking all of these characters. This is the first movie that's building the the new universe the new dc universe that they're gonna go then and then they're gonna have a catwoman hbo max tv series oh, and really? a penguin one and then a riddler one and then a joker one and that's the idea that's what disney's doing they're taking all of their characters boba fett the mandalorian uh you know the one of the jedis they're all coming back but now can we TV series. can we only see this um on the theater or will it go to disney or apple tv I hope well it- the batman's going to be in movie theaters and it's probably going to make oh, about a hundred million dollars 
opening weekend. Right. Oh, hey, wow. hey, people, I think people are waiting to get out. And I mean, now yeah. people are taking the masks off. You're probably going to have a really good weekend. It's opening this Friday then, right, I guess? It's opening March 4th, this Friday. Yeah. Let's, see. Let's go see. I want to, I, I'm a little, I mean, can I keep, I'm still a little it's scared. It's a new but, type, yeah. but also, it's a new type of superhero, but also with a lot of the nostalgia of what made the original right. Batman. That'll be our first As movie. opposed to the George Clooney Batman or the... Ben Affleck, ben Affleck Batman. Batman. Oh, I love George Clooney. I love George Clooney. Oh, he was Clooney. terrible as Batman. I said no. Horrible. <laughs> I bet, I bet, un, un, unwatchable. <laughs> what? What? Michael, no. Michael Keaton, to me, was a, was a great Batman. Michael Keaton, yes. I love yeah, Michael Keaton. Hey, you know he's coming back, right? Who, Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton's going to make a Batman return. I so, heard, I did much hear like Spider-Man, yeah. where they brought in Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, the old original Spider-Mans, mm-hmm. along with to- uh, uh, the new uh, Todd um, Holland, Tom Holland. Right, Tom Holland, yeah. He's big. Well, they're going to do the same thing with the Batman, Ooh. where they're going to bring in the old Batmans and the original Michael Keaton one, and I'm sure they're going to have George Clooney and Ben Affleck. It'd be great to have like Michael Keaton in a movie like as a barista, like he's serving. A, you know, <laughs> he's not the Batman. You know, he's just hanging okay, out. Okay, let, let's move I'm on. I'm just being to... an idiot. Sorry. Okay. Come SAG on. Awards. SAG Awards. I got to tell you. I, can I tell you something? I, I, first of all, Michael Jack. Keaton is one of my favorite, favorite actors. Okay. Because of him, he won a, what, 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 what award did he win for Dope Sick? Dope Sick, right. He yeah. won, was it Best Actor in a, in a Drama? Or I was that it? I anyway, see. because of him, I mean, I, I started watching Dope Sick. I'm like, oh my God. I don't know if you watched it, Jack, um, but it's amazing. I love it. I'm, I'm just no, I'm, you know, I, I never got a chance, but I know he got choked up during yes, the SAG Awards. Yes. Dedicated it to his, his nephew. Yeah, I, I saw that. I saw that. Wow. Okay, let's talk the movies now. Yeah, the it, movies, all the movies that were nominated. One was Coda, King Richard, um, Belfast. I just, want, I just want to tell Jack we sound more informed now, Jack, because since we last spoke to you. We we updated to 2022. We got a smart TV now, okay? Oh, nice. We used to only talk to you about network television. <laughs> now I got a now I got a remote that's got Apple Plus. Oh, we got everything. Hulu, yeah. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I have things yeah. that weren't even invented on that remote. <laughs> you, are you noticing the difference between broadcast content of and like what's the big difference to you guys? Um there there I think it's to me it's the freedom. It seems like there's a freedom to do stuff on the streaming services that you can't do on the networks. I mean, I, I still think there is creative stuff on on network TV, but I, I guess the, the streaming streaming services offer, you know, a broader, a much broader, um, you know, array of, of imagination, if you will, you know, from, from the creators. You know, I mean, uh, some of the stuff wasn't going to get on network television. A bunch of the, like, I, I you know, I, I, mean, I, watched Ted, I watched all of Ted Lasso, which I found amazing. I really enjoyed that. Um, you know, so to me, that's the difference. To me, that you know, you, you get a more more daring, more daring stuff on the streaming services. Yo, I have to admit and confess, I'm one of the guys that still doesn't get Ted Lasso. No, I, I've just I... have not been able to to get into it, and yeah. I hate myself for it because everybody that I talk to loves Ted Lasso. I have not even started to watch it yet. I have no desire because I just told me about. It, I'm like, okay. Well, the, the character was around like seven years ago. They, they they created a character for some NBC promo for when NBC was running soccer matches or football, as they call it. <laughs> football. Right. They were uh, trying to promote the Premier League, right? Yeah, exactly. And they, they created this character, and I find it interesting. 
thing. He's not as snarky. The character. He's. It's a very warm. There's something very warm-hearted about the show. I, I have to admit this though, Jack. I I have to watch it with subtitles. I swear to God, I can't get the British. Wow. Even, even with the sound bar, the new nice fancy sound bar that makes makes dialogue really clear for me for my old ears. I have to watch Ted Lasso. Dialogue is I have is to too, watch yeah. a lot of. I, mean, I hate that. I hate to sound like this dumb American, but I have to watch a lot of British stuff with with the. I would miss. I with Ted Lasso. I'm telling you, if I didn't have the subtitles on, I would miss. I would have missed thirty five. Yo, can minutes, I be honest with you? Like, I've been watching a lot of television uh, as of late, like a lot of it, because I feel like I've been making up for two years that I barely watched anything. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the stuff that I'm watching, I have to put the subtitles on. And and, and to be quite honest, I just happen to think it's – the thing about subtitles is that it allows you to understand in a different way the context behind a lot of the scenes. Like, oh. I, I miss scenes, and I'm like, they go so fast. Yep. Oh, my God. Sometimes they talk, the dialogue is so quick huh. that you pick up on the meaning and the purpose of the scene. Maybe I'm being wrong about it. Maybe these are clo- clo- closed captioning, subtitles for foreign films, technically, right? I guess. Well, I mean, anything you can read, you know, on behalf of the dialogue. Yeah. But you're right. I, oh my think, God. I think that's something that's going on with that. Yeah, I'm. I, there's so much stuff. I said, "What did she say?" So finally, like about, and it was a new TV. So it took me about, it took me about 20 minutes to figure out how to put the subtitles on the closed captioning. But once I did, oh my God, it's like a whole other world with Ted Lasso. But I, you know, I, I, I have not seen a ton of the um, Caroline watch Coda. She loved it. Did you see Coda, Jack? I love Coda. Ah! I, I, I'm love so glad. Coda. I, I, I'm Let gonna me... watch it again. That's how much I loved it. The and... thing about Coda. I remember Apple. Okay, so here's how far I go with Coda. Coda, I, I, start, I first started hearing about Coda back when I was um, watching the first ever virtual Sundance Film Festival. Oh, and yeah. out of that, what came out was this phenomenal, sensational film that everybody at the Sundance Film Festival was talking about. It's like, yo, you got to watch this movie, Coda. You got to watch this movie, Coda. And... Then Apple bought it for the highest grossing amount of money for the in the history of the Sundance Festival. Wow, I didn't know that. So we're like, whoa, what is up? This movie must be really good. So when they finally premiered it, it's really about a, a, fam, a, a deaf family uh, who can't hear except this one daughter who can. And the burden of having to always be the bridge between them between the hearing people and the non-hearing people is really what the movie's about because she wants to become a singer, but they can't appreciate her singing because they're deaf. Mm -hmm. So like, why are you singing? So it's a really interesting coming of age film that is probably one of the most feel good movies of 2021. You You will cry. Oh my, I cried. I did. Mm. Can I tell you? You will cry. That's like a guarantee. Eugenio did the best. I loved him in this. He I, I was Wasn't so emotional. Oh my god! Yeah, it was. It was amazing. You know that. Um, I was not expecting him to be that good. Yeah. Um, in it, you know, and I was like, this guy's a lot more talented um, than what we've seen. I think he has like another gear in him, and oh, so yeah. I love him yes. being stretching out his acting to kind of do something. And he was at the SAG Awards. Yes, he, he was, was the it. only Mexican, what in this Norwegian like <laughs> cast of. You're, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I'm I'm surprised that he didn't win anything. You know, like best supporting actor. 
Because he did. No, because, I mean, when you really look at the best supporting actor, you're talking about Ben Affleck in yeah. The Tender Bar, Bradley oh, Cooper, okay, Licorice got Pizza, it. Yeah, got it, got it. Troy yeah. Katsur, which you remember, it was the old man right at the end of the movie where he's looking at his daughter and say, go ahead, sing. I mean, that broke you. That scene would break any any person. Mm. You got Jared Leto from House of Gucci, which I thought was the worst performance of 2021. Hold on, hold on. How about, how about the movie, The House of Gucci? Did you like it? Yes or no? I I thought it was I thought oh, it was okay. Really, it okay. had a lot of star power, but uh-huh. if there's no great story behind the star power, then it gets old really quick, really? and that okay. movie got old really quick. Okay, say no more. Now, how about King Richard? King Richard, I would say, is the second best feel good movie of 2021. I'm watching that. I'm watching that. Um, don't look up. Don't Look Up, to me, is the most intellectually funny movie you'll see wow. this year. Did we, did we, hold on, hold on, one more, one more. Belfast. Belfast is really a family movie, and it's about the meaning of home. Um, it's beautifully shot. It's in black and white. It's an Irish story, but it might as well be the story of any immigrant you know uh, that's going through a war zone like Ukraine right now. Yeah. So if you want to yeah. see what's going on in Ukraine, and kind of like how families were like back in the Irish Belfast days of the war in the 60s, then this would kind of give you that sense. But it's it, you would say it's prestige cinema with a feel-good but very European feel as oh, well. All right. All right, good, good. So what are the next awards coming up for, for a movie? Well, the Oscars, Oscars. Are, 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 yeah. the Oscars are, uh, are coming up March 27th. So you see – I'm going to be – Yeah. Are you going to be there? No, I was. I'm going to be on Latino USA with Mariano Hosa um, because we did a roundtable of Latino critics um, that are going to be talking about the Oscars, <clears throat> and so you should get you guys should check that out. And in it, what we were really talking about is like, what can we expect from the Oscars? And I think probably the two biggest stories, at least for us Latinos going into the Oscars, is two. Number one, will Ariana DeBose the Afro-Latina queer triple threat who played Anita in West Side Story, will she win the Oscar? And mm. if she does win the Oscar, mm-hmm. that will be the first time that one role, the role of Anita, was won in a row consecutively by two Latina women, um, which will then make the role of Anita the most coveted role. Of course, yeah. Wow. For any actress to play, because you know that if you play that role on film, you'll win an Academy Award. I want to play Anita. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so there's a lot going into it. She'd probably be the first Afro-Latina actress. you got to remember that when it comes to the acting category, she would become the second Latina, not Hispanic, because Hispanic you would have to include Penelope Cruz, Bardem, but Latina, Puerto Rico, to win an acting Oscar. Mm, that is embarrassing. So there's a lot wow. of history here. Yeah, man. Um, and West Side Story, that's their big ticket to get an award. And then I think the next one that we're all really looking at uh, as Latinos, especially in New York, is Lin-Manuel Miranda might get the EGOT, oh, which yeah. really? is, and if you guys don't know what the EGOT is, yeah, that's yeah. when you win all of the big five awards which is the grammys the tonys the oscars the emmys and what's the other one no, that's it you uh, got emmy grammy oscar um a tony 
Yeah, Tony. So, Tony, right? um, the, so there's four. All right. So yeah. uh, he needs the Oscar. And I think Encanto is probably the, 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 the favorite going in to win best song. He wrote that and he wrote the lyrics. He wrote the lyrics for that. So if Dos Oruguitas ends up winning best original song, he becomes the EGOT. And we got two oh. Hispanics with Academy Awards making history. We and This has to happen. We Let's start praying. This has to happen. Um, this has to happen. Oh, it happens, it's nice. Are you okay. kidding me? Get All out, get right. shut, shut your mic. Shut your mic. <laughs> Hello. Shut your mic. Um, hey, and who else um, in history has won the EGOT in the past? Well, Rita Moreno is one of them. Say, Marie, yes. I was going to say she's one. Um, uh, Latina. Okay. Latina. Yeah. How yeah, and remember, she was also the first Latina to ever win an Oscar for an acting category. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, so that that's the role. So this is why the role of Anita is so big, because right. Rita Moreno, who was in West Side Story, playing Anita in 1961, to then flash forward to 2021. 60 years later. 60 years later, and to have the movie be remade um, and her role be played by Ariana DeBose, another Puerto Rican, but updated, I guess you would say, as an Afro-Latina, queer, to then win another Oscar award for the same role? Wow. All right. Okay. That's that. That's that's headlines. That's yeah. something you should do like a limited series about. We'll scream about it, Carolina. It's did, crazy. Oh yeah, of course. I'll we be the not, first one. We have not. We have not seen a new West Side Story. No, I'm gonna watch it today. Though. It's no. a work of art. Really? It's a work of art. Oh, it's okay. one. I okay. Ask me right now. Who do I think is gonna win? The best picture, Jack. Who's gonna Oscars Who's gonna year. win the best picture at Oscars this year? Steven Spielberg, West Side Story. Really, really. I think it's winning best picture at the Oscars. I gotta see movies. Well, how, gotta... how about Coda's not nominated for one of the best pictures? It is. It is. I just look. Oh, Coda. Really? Coda is a very formulaic tearjerker film. Mm-hmm. It's not prestige cinema. See, the no, Oscars really? isn't about popularity. Right. That's the Golden Globes. The Oscars is about the craft. It's about the cinema. It's about who is the greatest writer. Right, who is the greatest cinematographer? Yeah, who is the, the greatest director, actor? Right. And, yeah, that's why. That's why the, the you know the, the public gets all miffed and pissed when you know movies uh, movies that they don't but, know. But Dakota was nominated, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was oh, nominated. I just don't think it's going to win. You know, against really? Steven Spielberg and West Side Story. I mean, the opening sequence of West Side Story is something to behold. No, they got nada. No, they got nada. I'm going to watch it today. I have to no, admit. Out of the ten nominees this year, at this point, yeah. right now, yeah. I have seen none of them. That's how. Wow, that, Jack, Jack. I work a crazy schedule, yeah, okay, and with a four-year-old. So I mean, I will make time. Like I said, I made I made time to stream a couple shows, which I it's tough, man. You know, with the overnight schedule, you know. So I, I try, but I am definitely. Gonna, I'm very interested in seeing a bunch of these films. I mean, I've heard I've heard both sides of Don't Look. I've heard people have. It's so funny me to talk to people. I mean, I I, I know my my. I was telling Carolina about Amigo of mine, Barikwa, he hated West Side Story. I don't know he, why. He, I don't know I, I don't why. Know. I, I'll have to find out. But I, And it's funny when you get these differing opinions. I mean, I, I another guy I, who loves film told me he hated King Richard. He thought it was just just so standard. Well, listen, you know, I'll, I'll tell you this. Amazing. I think, I think, I think uh, you know, West Side Story is a musical. Right. People sing in it. And I think there's a lot of moviegoers that hate stories that are told 
in a singing cadence, which is the reason a lot of people hate, you know, Broadway musicals or Les Miserables. See, it's, I love that stuff. I mean, I, you know, it's funny. What was the last, there was, a, there was something we saw in the theater not long ago that was a musical. Like within the last five years, we saw something. It was great. Was I it mean, with me? Yeah, La La Land. Not La- yeah, La La Land was good. The the um oh my Whiplash god. was another. You know, how, how about the one? Oh my god, the, uh, the, uh, I, it's like a circus. I can't. Oh my god, I can't think of it. Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, I now I'm gonna kill myself. I don't know what you're talking about. Kenneth, <laughs> Kenneth. I think it was a Kenneth Branagh. Oh, forget, forget about it. I'm I'm lost now. I don't I'm know. lost, Jack. Sorry, know. I'm losing it. But yeah, I like nope. I, I like music. I heard people. I heard people get up and applaud at West Side Story. Like the performers are there live. I heard. Oh they, my god, the, it was the amazing. I loved it. The theater. I loved, loved. And it's I loved, a work of art. Yeah, the new one. Yeah, wow. oh, yeah. Okay. I loved it. I guess I'm going to watch it today. So, um, I you like the original? You're saying who doesn't like West Side Story though? Who does not like? It? I mean, I don't know. Except for your friends, everybody I know it's loved an American it. American classic. No, exactly. You're, you're right. Getting, yeah. Okay, you're getting you're confused. Right. I was talking about the new one that he hated, not the old one. He loves the old one. Um, Jack, so you're going to be on a Latina... Uh, Latina boy. USA on, uh, I believe it's on NPR. Um, when and where? I mean, where? Friday, I mean, when? Friday, this Friday, March 4th. Oh, this Friday then. Wow. This Friday what it's going to come out. Do you know what time? I, I, I think podcasts come out sometime like at 5 in the morning. and, and... Oh, wow. Oh, I can't wait to watch. I can't wait to hear that. I can't wait to hear. Mm. It's going to be a yeah. big interview. It's me, Clayton Davis, uh, and we're going to be talking about Bardem saying that he's a minority. Uh, you know. Wow. Uh, do, you put, and, do, you, uh, do you put on your snobby NPR white guy voice when you do NPR, <laughs> Jack? Like, uh, you know, when uh, when I talk on NPR. <laughs> exactly. You know, good afternoon. Welcome. Hey, everybody. How you doing? I'm on NPR. Instead of after, you say after. You know, you pronounce it. Ofta. Yes, proper, you know, proper. Oh, NPR. Man. Exactly. No, Mr. Porter. I'm 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 fascinated though. How you get? I like Jack's quick reviews. His quick take I, on things. I love your reviews. Yeah, right? you know, stuff, um, yeah. It's 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 actually it's actually so when I watch something that you told me uh, what what it's like, the critiques about it, I was like, yeah, you know what, Jack is right. Jack is so right. You know. I like that's why that's why I said Jeff. I, I bet you I bet you Jack loved, loved Coda. I bet you loved it. So I love that was, Coda. Yep. So Coda was I'm gonna so watch good. West Side Story. I'm gonna compare them. Uh, and let's see what happens. All right, Jack. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. As always, we love having you on. Let's not wait another year to have him on again. Oh my god! Um, and Jack, let people know what's your social media in case you want to, um, you know, get a hold of you. Ask you. Everybody wants to get a hold of, of Jack. Course, of course, of course they do. <laughs> in the wrong place. Listen, uh, uh, the best place to reach me at is on Twitter. I'm at Jack Rico Official. Um, Let's talk through there. Let's chat about what's going on in movies. Mm-hmm. Jack, and, Rico, uh, Jack Rico Oficial, you mean, or Jack Rico Official? Jack Rico <laughs> Oficial. Okay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Jack, we love you, Jack. Thank you so much. And Take it course, easy, guys. We'll yeah, see thanks. you soon. Thanks okay? for coming on. Take right, care. Bye. Love to All right, you. Bye-bye. Bye. Love to him. You know what? He, he's, uh, he's, he's on top. I'm like, he's... Knows how to I, like describe the movie. You're like that too, Joe. Jeff, you know that. Well, not, you're you're detailed like Jack is. Whereas yeah. me, I, I would say it's about a deaf family. I like you know, it. You know what I'm saying? Go right. Ahead. No, it's I about get a deaf it. Him. He goes into detail, uh, and, and I love that because it's he describes the movie to a T. You know, without without um, you know, without, without giving without like giving anything away. away. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. And you uh, said that you're gonna cry at that scene. Now, of course, I saw the last scene of that movie. 
But I'm yeah, watching you, it you popped in, but you know, no, you have to watch the whole thing in order to get the end. I'm you embarrassed. Know that? Like I have no time. It sucks. You know what I mean? You try to, I mean, that's when the Academy Awards roll around. I always wonder, like people sit there and watch this stuff, and nobody's seen the movies, but people watch it anyhow. I was going to ask Jack what he thought of the three hosts. I forgot. We have three three women hosting the Oscars this year. One's doing one hour to see that. Um. Really? Yeah. Okay. Want to call him real back? No. Okay. We'll ask him next time. Okay. After the Oscars, we'll ask him what he thought about it. Because right now. They could do an amazing job, Jeff. We don't know. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. It's three women, three mujeres. Yes, power to the women. Hey, guys, if you want to uh, <laughs> if you want to advertise, 516-637-3254. We're all over Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Carolina Cadillo. Um, you email me, at uh, carolinacadillo at gmail.com. We have T-shirts. We have a lot of stuff coming up, guys. Um, we're back full force of the podcast um yeah youtube is coming up i'm just waiting for the step and repeat we're waiting for a little bit of furniture um and furniture. hopefully yes i ordered a couple things um so hopefully we'll I have like some this desk. we'll have some guests in here too maybe jack will come here live wow. oh, i would love that i would love 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 maybe that. help me clean the basement oh stop love you guys have a great day it'd be a great thing hey thanks for listening everybody at jeff jensen show on twitter traffic jensen on twitter Want a t-shirt? 516-637-3254. We also have hats. Come on, i got to clean out the garage, everybody. The Carolina Cadillo Show is a JJ production. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.